0: This is Minnesota Today for Friday, February 3rd. I'm NPR News reporter Hannah Yang. Here's your top story right now. Tens of thousands of Minnesotans now barred from voting due to active felony records are on the cusp of having those rights restored. The Minnesota House voted last night to make as many as 50,000 people again eligible to vote. The restoration would apply to anybody who isn't incarcerated, regardless of whether they are on parole or probation. Attorney General Keith Ellison says it's a culmination of his own attempts to change the law 20 years ago as a legislator.
1: It is a good idea to restore hope, to yes. restore redemption, to, restore, uh, to, to cut the costs so that we don't have to administer this system.
0: Yeah. It's actually expensive. The voting rights push has been debated and litigated for years, but its chances improved when the DFL won full control of state government. The proposal is also advancing quickly in the Senate and could reach a floor vote soon. The family of a man killed by Minneapolis police in a no-knock raid last year is suing the city and a SWAT team officer, Matt Sepik reports.
1: Amir Locke, who was not suspected of any crime, can be seen on body camera video stirring from under a blanket as police enter his cousin's downtown apartment where he was sleeping. He has a gun in his hand but does not fire it. Within nine seconds of entering, Officer Mark Hanneman fires three shots, killing the 22-year-old black man. Locke's mother, Karen Wells, says police were negligent.
2: You're supposed to know who is on the other side of that door when you're going up in there. There could have been a child in there. My granddaughter could have been in there sleeping on that couch.
1: The officers had a warrant to seek evidence in a St. Paul homicide investigation. After the killing, Mayor Jacob Fry prohibited police from requesting or executing no-knock warrants. I'm Matt Sepik, Minneapolis.
0: A bill requiring carbon-free electricity in Minnesota by 2040 passed the Senate late last night on a 34-33 to 33 vote. Kirstie Marone reports.
2: The bill already cleared the House last week. It raises the percentage of electricity utilities must generate from renewable energy sources to 55 percent by 2030. It also requires utilities to get 100 percent of their electricity from carbon-free sources by 2040. Those include solar, wind, hydro or nuclear power. Republican lawmakers, including Senator Andrew Matthews of Princeton, say the bill will lead to more expensive and less reliable electricity.
1: It is removing from Minnesota's mix many of the strong... Concrete uh, base load generation forms that provide the strong foundation for the energy that we use today that we 're using right now and that we 've been using for years
2: under the bill, state regulators could give utilities more time if they can 't meet the standard without significant impacts to cost and reliability. The bill now heads to the governor for his signature i 'm christy Marone, and here's some other stories we 're watching.
0: Minneapolis fire officials say more than 10 people were taken to hospitals last night after being injured amid a large crowd gathered to hear a speaker at the Abu Bakr Asadiq Islamic Center. Emergency crews were called to the center on 13th Avenue South just before 7 p.m. on reports that people were fainting and suffering other injuries with the building filled over capacity. The fire department says traffic jams and parked cars in the neighborhood hindered first responders' access to the scene. In addition to treating the injured, crews helped people leave the event, which ended early. There were no immediate updates on the severity of the injuries. Organizers posted a statement online saying additional events with that speaker are canceled for today, as they work to find another larger venue. June 19th is now an official state holiday in Minnesota. The day is called Juneteenth, which marks the day slaves were freed in Texas in 1865. Governor Tim Walz signed a bill today establishing the holiday. Minnesota is the 26th state to take the step, meaning more states have a Juneteenth holiday than don't. Lieutenant Governor Peggy Flanagan says she's proud of lawmakers for formalizing a holiday that has for many years been the source of local celebration. Juneteenth is a powerful celebration that was overdue to become an official holiday here in Minnesota. Walls also signed the Crown Act this week, which bars discrimination based on hairstyle or color. Both bills passed with bipartisan support. In sports, the NHL All-Star Skills competition is tonight in Miami, ahead of the All-Star 3-on-3 tournament games on Saturday. Kirill Kabrazov is there representing the Wild. Regular season play resumes on Monday. The Gopher women's hockey team hosts a pair of games against top-ranked Ohio State this weekend. The first tonight, the second tomorrow night. And here's a look at the weather. Tonight, it's mostly cloudy with a chance of snow up north, with lows dipping into 6 below to 6 above 0. Saturday, it's not as cold and partly sunny with highs 18 to 24 northeast to lower 30s southwest. Saturday night, it's not as cold, mostly cloudy with lows 5 to 15 north to mid-20s south. Sunday, it's decreasing clouds with highs in the lower 20s north to lower 30s south. And that's it for Minnesota Today. Thanks for listening. I'm Hannah Yang. Kathy Wurzer will have an update on Monday. Until then, stay healthy and stay safe.